0: today with my friend Ella Peters. We're going to be talking a bit about lament, which is something that I think a lot of people haven't heard much about and haven't put much thought into. So let's dive in. Hey y'all, I'm so excited to be with Ella Peters today to talk about lament and just like learning to depend on the Lord. Um, Ella is such a great person. I'm so excited that you guys get to hear from her. So Ella, could you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you?
1: Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Um, I am a freshman at JMU. I'm from Harrisonburg. So I'm actually living off campus in a house called The Mountain, which is great. I love it. Um, And yeah, I'm currently studying an undecided major, but I want to be a counselor
0: um, eventually at some point in my life. Yes, that (laughs) is fantastic. Um, I would love to hear from you about what's been the most impactful thing on your journey with the Lord. What have you been learning about?
1: Yeah, so I think um, a big thing that I've learned, especially in like the last season of my life, has been about depending on the Lord um, and truly depending on God to get us through every day, um, to get us through hard things that we didn't think we'd ever
0: have to go through, um, and just learning what lament looks like. Yeah. So what do you think lament looks like? What is what is lament? Yeah,
1: so lament, <laughs> I did not know what lament meant before um, this last season of my life, but there's this book called Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy that goes into some really good um, just definitions of biblical lament and what it looks like to go through um, that process. And it's really cool because a lot of the Psalms are actually laments, um, but basically, It's an honest cry. Um, This is a quote from Dark Claws, Deep Mercy. It says, it's the honest cry of a hurting heart, wrestling with the paradox of pain and the promise of God's goodness, Um, which is just really cool to me because it's both the struggle and the pain of the world um, and God's goodness still being true. Um, So it's basically wrestling with the fact that those things are both simultaneously true, Um, but seeing how we can praise God in the midst of that, and how actually struggling and crying out to God is a form of praise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful, and I think lament is something that can be really confusing, and I know that I don't think I fully understand lament, and I think you have a much better grasp on that, so I'm glad that you're sharing that with me and with everyone else that's listening. Um, What struggles have you faced that have brought you to the feet of Jesus? Yeah, wow. So um,
1: there's been a lot of changes in my life over the past two years from, um, I went to Japan for a little bit and then I had to come home actually um, due to a health condition and a lot of you probably know, some of you probably have no idea who I am, Um, but I was diagnosed with cancer last fall. Um, So I went through that and the process of chemo and radiation um, and hair loss. I also have been through a lot of family trauma in the past couple years, and um, divorce, and a few people that I loved have passed away. Um, but through it all, it's just been incredible to see the Lord at work and see um, how God is so near to us, especially when we're hurting.
0: Yeah yeah how have you seen God in the midst of the pain and suffering that you've gone through
1: yeah honestly um I think God doesn't want us to just come to him with our hearts um perfectly wrapped up in little packages he wants us to come to him um with just the honest cry of our hearts and just the rawness and the realness of what we're going through and I think I've just learned so much about how God is in the midst of that pain and suffering with us, how Jesus was fully man and fully God and how he felt everything that we felt and how Jesus weeps with us when we're hurting, um, which is something that I had never really thought about, the fact that Jesus doesn't just sit with us, but he weeps with us. Um, and I think going through a lot of those things have just taught me about the character of who the Lord is. and the love that the Father has for us um, through that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really beautiful. And God really does. He works in some mysterious ways and we don't always, like, see what's going on, but He's really good. Um, How have you seen God use lament in your life? Or, like, how have you used lament to connect with God?
1: Yeah, so I think, especially when I was first diagnosed with cancer, a lot of my questions were, why and like how is God still good in the midst of this and where is God and I knew that God was good and I knew that God was faithful but I didn't understand how all these things had been happening to me um, and how God was still in the midst of that and so I think a lot of what lament is is honestly asking God where he is and asking how he's good um, and it's, it says here lament is the path to praise through brokenness and disappointment. It's not the opposite of praise, um, but it's actually a form of praise that is really not talked about a lot, Um, and I think it's super cool that God doesn't um, expect us to come to Him and to just be happy with our lives all the time, and instead He tells us to come to Him with the raw pain and anger that we're facing, and instead to not stay in that, but to give that to Him, and to find Him good in the midst of that. because God has already proven himself to be with us and for us through the cross. And so we already know that he is with us, but there's still hard things that make it really difficult um, to understand how he's with us. And I think there's a lot of things that we can wrestle through um, biblically as lament and still wrestle with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How would you say that one goes about the process of lamenting?
1: hmm that is a good question um okay so lament is often um a process that honestly takes a lot of faith because we're just it just looks like crying out to the lord a lot of times when i would be going through it i would pray um psalm 13 and this is a psalm that david actually laments to the lord in and i'm going to go and read it for you guys it says how long O lord Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy says I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. So I think it's this beautiful um, contrast of things being super hard and struggling to see God, but knowing and having faith that He is still there and still real and still good, and that He still cares about us and cares about our lives and what we're going through. And that He doesn't do any of that to punish us, but instead um, to teach us more about His character and who He is. And um, there's actually this verse in 1 Peter 1-7 1-7 through or one, seven, and it says um, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, the more precious than gold that perishes through it, is tested by fire may be found to result in praise and glory and honor in the revelation of Jesus Christ. So it's basically talking about how our faith is so precious to God that he, um, he tests it sometimes and he takes us through things that will make us more like him and that will make us um, yeah, more refined so that we can praise the Lord even more and see even more of God's glory and honor.
0: That's so good. I love that. Yeah. And I love that you just read Psalms 13 for us. I think that that's <laughs> a really good passage of scripture to be looking at when we're struggling with things. Yeah. And to just kind of see the way that David does it And to hear the way that you're doing it is hopefully going to help me and help other people be able to do it better themselves.
1: Yeah. I love that. I think it's a cool thing where we get to learn when we're doing it, too, because it's really just crying out to the Lord in prayer. Um, But it's also an act of worship, and I think that's a beautiful
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool that everything we do can be an act of worship.
1: Yes. Like not
0: just singing songs in church. Exactly. Or something, but like every action, every feeling, every pain, every everything can be an act of worship. And I love that. And that's been something I've been thinking about recently. Me too. <laughs> so isn't that cool the way God works? I love that. Um, how has God helped you through the battles that you've been through? Yeah. Honestly, I think God has just provided
1: so much through the church body and through, um, really just showing me what it looks like for the church to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, there've been so many great ladies who have just sat with me and loved me well, especially during that hard season in my life. Um, and I've just seen the Lord so much in the midst of that. I've seen God and the ways that my dad has loved me, um. The ways that he sat with me and just held me as I've cried and that has just shown me and taught me so much about the love God has for us and the way that that that's exactly what Jesus does for us God literally sorry I said Jesus but God literally sits with us and holds us as we cry and he cries with us because he cares that much about the smallest and the biggest things in our hearts and he doesn't um think that because something is small it's less important if it's important to us it's important to him and he wants us to be with him in that
0: yeah that's so beautiful and I think it's really amazing that your dad has been that example of the Lord to you yeah because I mean it's kind of how it's supposed to be and God really is the ultimate father that can love more perfectly than any earthly father ever could no matter how good they are exactly yeah Yeah, What are some key things that you've learned about lament and dependency on Christ that you think would be helpful for anybody else that's going through a season of struggle and pain and suffering?
1: Yeah, I think seasons of pain and suffering can be really lonely, and even when you're surrounded by people, having no one that really truly understands um, is really hard, because honestly, there's no one in the world that's ever gonna understand every ounce of pain that we've ever felt in our lives, that's ever um, been through what we've been through and experienced the way we've experienced it. And the cool thing about God is that He knows all of it and that He knows our hearts. And He is with us in that. And I think I've just learned so much about um, how the Lord is the only one that's truly ever gonna know the depths of our heart. Um, And that was super hard for me. It was super hard because I want to be known. Like, I want my heart to be known and the depths of my pain to be known. Um, But I realized that Jesus does know the depths of my pain and that he has been through so much more because he loved me that much. Um, And, yeah, lament just really helped me to turn to God instead of running from my pain. Because I think in seasons of when we're struggling with anything, whether it's mental health or um, a family member dying or a divorce or um, you know anything like boyfriend girlfriend stuff like literally anything God it's so easy to run from God and it's so easy to run to um, the things of the world whether it's things of distraction like friends which are great but um, we can run to those instead of God or it's TV or it's drugs or it's sex or it's whatever like It's so easy to run away from God, but that's so much lonelier than running to God because God really meets us where we are in that loneliness and shows us who he is and shows us that we're not alone. Um, He never leaves us or forsakes us. And I think that's the beautiful thing of what lament is because lament is really just running to God in the midst of our pain. That's truly all lament is. And I think it's such a simple thing. a simple thing that has so much depth to it. And I think that's, um, it's just a beautiful tool that we can honestly do daily. We can lament the brokenness of this world that we live in um, while still chasing after God's glory and and choosing to see um, the ways in which he's still good.
0: Yeah. And you say, he never leaves us or forsakes us. And I love that Bible verse. Yeah. And I love that phrase. But I think sometimes people can feel like, no, I do feel left, I do feel yeah. forsaken. I'm struggling with these things and it feels like God's not there. Yeah. What would you have to say to those people?
1: Um, Honestly, I would say to keep turning to God because there's a lot of seasons in our life where we maybe don't feel God working or see God working, but he is still working. Um, Just quoted Waymaker. Waymaker. (laughs) But God is still working. And I think there's (laughs) so many seasons of dryness when we don't get to see it, but The fruit of what we are going through um, will be there one day and we are promised that that fruit will be in heaven and that we have hope in heaven where there will be no pain and that every tear will be wiped away Um, and I think when we we think our feelings are truth a lot and our feelings are valid but our feelings do not define us and do not define the truth of the world and the truth of who God is so I think what's important about um, remembering that God is still bigger than our feelings and that he cares about our feelings but who he is is still bigger than them
0: mm, I like that Yeah, because it gives the validity to our feelings because our feelings mm-hmm. are valid and they are real and they matter Yes, but they are not everything right, they're not ultimate even
1: though they often shape our days and shape our lives but I think the cool thing about living life with Jesus is that we don't have to be shaped by our feelings. We can be shaped by the truth that we know and the truth that we get to live out. Um, and that's the really cool thing about following the Lord is that we it's no longer about us and about who we are and what we're going through, but it's about the Lord and who he is, and he's constant. Even when our feelings are going to change day to day, moment to moment,
0: um, the Lord is still good and still consistent and faithful. Yeah. All right, what would you say is the way you've seen God redeem the situation of hardship that you've gone through or have you seen him redeem it
1: yeah I definitely have I think um well physical ways I'm now (laughs) cancer-free yeah um which is just so incredible to me the way that I was in so much pain for so long and God has really given me freedom from that um and I know that even if I had cancer for the rest of my life, I would still be given freedom in the way that God has redeemed our hearts and that he renews and restores our hearts every day. Um, I, yeah, I've seen a lot of redemption and just physical ways of my hair growing back. I, um, I, had, I had to go through losing my hair and cancer and that was really emotionally hard and lonely and just confusing. Um, But seeing my hair grow back and seeing those little beginnings has been just a promise of the Lord's faithfulness and the seeds that he plants and how we have to sometimes wait for that winter season. We have to wait for that dry season to pass so that we can see the fruit. We can see the things that are blooming and the things that are growing. Um, So, yeah.
0: That is so beautiful. And I think it's just so beautiful the way that your faith has stood so strong in the midst of the trials and things that you've gone through and the way that you've just lamented to God in this really healthy way and poured out your heart to him and you've gotten to experience his love and redemption and healing. And I just think that it's such an amazing testament of God's character living in you. And I love that.
1: Thank you. I said this today, but I really think The Lord has been so faithful. It hasn't been me being faithful. It's just been the Lord showing up, especially in people in my life and um, just in His Word. So good.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. I'm now going to ask Ella the same three questions that we ask everyone that comes on the podcast. So first up, Ella, what is your favorite Bible verse and the one that has been the most impactful to you? And why? Hit us with it.
1: Okay, so it's not a verse, it's a passage, but Ooh. we're going to go with it. Um, yeah, we get a
0: whole passage today.
1: Yeah, Mark 4, 35 through 41. Should I read the whole thing? It's kind of long. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Okay. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across the other side. And leaving the, bo- the crowd, they took him with them in the boat just as he was. And other boats were with him. Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Um, And yeah, that passage has been just a constant throughout my life. And honestly, through this past season, um, a lot of physical storms aligned with storms in my life. And I actually was in Japan and experienced two typhoons um, in very momentous, just emotional storms of my life. And I think God has really showed me... um, he's in the storms with us and that he is in control of the waves of the sea and he can literally bring them to calm to quiet in a moment um and that passage has been comforting to me over that time
0: that's so great and yeah god has so much power he can literally calm everything and just make it all at peace yes so good all right second question what book should i read next Okay, this is a devotional,
1: Okay, but New Morning Mercies. New Morning Mercies. I've heard of that. You have? Yes. It's such a good book. My um, dad actually read it to our family when we were going through a really hard season and would read it every night to us at dinner. Um, and it is just such a good book. I think every day has such a good reminder, and they're convicting, and they remind you of how much bigger the Lord is in us, but in a good way.
0: And it's so good. All right, New Morning Mercies. I'm adding that one to my devotional list, and we'll have to find that on Amazon. Do it. All right, last question. What is something that everyone should know but might not know? Mm, good question.
1: Okay, so I think I talked about this before, but just the fact that a lot of people think they have to get their acts together to come to the Lord, they have to be um, completely free from everything they're going through and completely um yeah just perfect and we don't have to come to the lord as perfect people because the lord calls broken people that are going through hard things and he calls us to come to him as we are and he will redeem things in our lives and he will help us to grow through them he doesn't want us to stay where we
0: are all the time but he wants us to come where we are yeah and i think that's beautiful so good Thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me today and hanging out. Love you so much and I'm just so grateful for God placing you in my life. I love you too. You're the (laughs) best. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in to the Honor Journey Podcast this week with Ella Peters as we talked about lament. I hope that her story was inspiring to you and showed you something about lament that you didn't know and that you'll be able to put that into practice in your own life. Tune in next week to hear about our need for God and make sure you follow that on the journey podcast on Instagram so you can stay up to date with all the latest information. Peace out friends and remember to enjoy your journey.